This is the Sports and Entertainment Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you education, information, and inspiration only on market scale. Building your brand is not around your product, so your team and your players, but you build your brand around truly this experience and this community. And we aren't in the baseball business. We are in the entertainment business, the experience business, and most importantly, the people business. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. And joining me on the line is Craig Johnston. He is the head of strategic partnerships and the VP of sales and business development for Live Earth. Craig, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, such a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm excited to dive in and talk a little bit more about what Live Earth does. Now, just a little background. Live Earth is an open source visualization platform that integrates pretty much any data or informational feed that you have at your disposal into one easy to digest dashboard screen. And we're going to dive into a little bit more of what that means and how that works here in just a minute. But um, it's, it's it's a pretty exciting and really, really cool innovation here just to be able to see everything in one screen. So we're going to talk about how that is implemented and how that makes maybe the game and the stadium going experience just a little bit easier uh, for fans. And so we're going to we're gonna get into that here in just a moment. But Craig, you guys actually received a pretty exciting designation from the National Center for Spectator Sports Safety and Security. Isn't that right? I, I read that recently that you guys received this designation. Tell me a little bit more about that and why that's so exciting for y'all. Absolutely. So, so the NCS4 is an organization that really looks at technologies that can enhance and improve safety, security, and fan experience for all stadiums and sports organizations. So we went through an exhaustive uh, analysis where they really looked at our platform and our software. And the goal was to determine, you know, are we really open source? Can we connect to everything? You know, is it something that could be used across all the functions in a university or a sports arena? Um, it was an exhaustive two days with uh, a, three different um, experts in their fields from law enforcement to, you know, a large uh, NASCAR track organization to a university. And they really dug through every single feature and function of the software platform and gave us uh, a glowing res- uh, glowing results. And we became a certified partner. So really excited about that. It puts us, you know, right up there with the Dell technologies and Intels of the world that are working to really improve the stadium safety and security for all of us when we go to games and events. So it was a great opportunity and it was really a good a good thing for us. And th- these stamps of approval are really nice because, you know, a-, a lot of people will look at what you do and say, you know, it's nice that you like your product, but th- is it backed up by anybody else? And so it's always really nice to get these designations, to get these stamps of approval uh, from third parties, just because it-, it helps just provide a little bit more validation to people on the outside. Exactly. And to have three, you know, subject matter experts that come from, you know, a city, uh, a, a, uh, global racing organization and a university to come together with no, you know, reason to approve us, um, but to really dig in and think about how would this apply for our organization? How would this apply across sports in general? And to come out saying they've never seen anything like this. And it it was great for us because each of them individually then came back and said, how do we implement this in our location? Mm -hmm. You know, it's not only just certified now, but we want this. That's pretty exciting. So let's. What we're going to do today is a little bit different than a typical market scale podcast. Instead of me 
asking you questions about the product and about uh, the overall industry. Instead, I'm going to present scenarios for uh, attending a baseball game. And through these scenarios, you're going to kind of help explain how Live Earth and your technology and what you've uh, created helps the the fan, the, the stadium goer, have a better overall stadium experience. And so we're going to present these scenarios and then uh, Craig's going to break this down. And I, I think this is a really exciting way just to display the power of what Live Earth's product can do. So uh, are you ready, Craig? We're going to we're going to dive oh, I in. I love it. Okay. I love it. Let's dive in. This is this is exciting. So, OK, the first scenario is that I'm on the train on the way to, let's say, City Field in New York, where the New York Mets play. And I'm with friends and I'm going to the game for the first time. And the train is absolutely packed with Mets fans wearing their orange and blue. They're ready to go watch Noah Syndergaard uh, toss another gem, you know, local Texas kid, Noah Syndergaard. So I got to I got to get him a, a mention. But uh, <laughs> so we, we hit the gates all at the same time. Everybody spills off the train all at once. We all head up to the ticket gates and I'm standing there thinking this is going to take forever for us to get in. I really want to get in the stadium and get my first view of City Field. But the line actually breezes right through. They seem to be amply staffed there at the front. How did Live Earth really help with this scenario? Explain to me how um, Live Earth's information and dashboard really helped City Field accommodate this mass group of people all getting off the train at once. Yeah, such a great question because I've been that guy getting off the train and you go back, you know, past the big home run thing in the middle of the area and you're always worried about which gate do I go to? Um, So what we did is we came in there and because Live Earth has the ability to integrate all the different systems and all the different data sources, um, we provide them an overall map of the stadium that includes the seven train arriving, the buses, the traffic in the area. So that as that seven train arrives and stops at the station, we basically have built a geofence that lets us know when the train actually arrives because we're tracking the GPS location of the train. So I don't really care what the schedule of the train is, whether it's early or late, we track the GPS location to that actual platform. So when it arrives, we send that notification into our system the system has the ability then to automatically open up all the perimeter cameras to notify the security staff and the ticket-taking event staff that the group of people is now about to arrive. So they adjust how they manage their security. They adjust their staffing to make sure that they're where they need to be when the fans arrive. So that works for buses. It works for the train. It even works for the Uber drop-off location where we're, we're tracking the fan arrival. And the goal is exactly as you said, how do we make sure the ticket takers are there? How do we make sure that the bag check people are working efficiently? How do we get people into the stadium? Because, you know, the fan experience is really number one. So it's pretty cool how technology all plays together to improve our uh, ability to see a game. That's a really good point. And one of the things that I, I really appreciate about this is that anybody that's ever taken public transportation knows that nothing ever runs on time or as scheduled. And so you've set it up so that you're not relying on what the train schedule is, but you're actually relying on when that train actually reaches the stadium, which gives you a much more accurate picture of when people are going to hit the gates. Exactly. And, you know, that applies to the train. It applies to parking. So even from a parking standpoint, you know, we're providing the stadium security staff and parking staff with a live real-time view of traffic flow. So they can use that to determine which gates do they open, which gates do they close, how do they better manage the fan experience 
as people are driving or they're taking the train or they're taking the bus, you know, however they arrive to the stadium, it gives them that overall geolocation, situational awareness to be able to manage the fan flow, cars, traffic, trains, whatever, to know when they really arrive and then manage their staffing to bring in, you know, the crowds, to move the crowds out at the end of the game, to really make our lives easier as we, we go there to see the game. So I've made it through the gates now, and I'm feeling a little out of place without any Mets gear. You know, everybody else has their orange and blue on. And so my friends and I, we decided to dip into the team store before first pitch. And plenty of other fans have the same idea. And there seems to be uh, ample stadium staff in the shop, and we're able to get our souvenirs quickly. You know, I have a, a new Mets hat now that I'm rocking, and I'm ready to go for the game. How does Live Earth play a part in that aspect of the, of the game-going experience as well? Yeah, it's really cool because, again, you know, because of the way our platform's built, we can integrate all the technology together. So as you're handing your ticket over or they're scanning your ticket or you're going through, you know, the bag check or the magnetometers because, unfortunately, we have to scan and make sure everybody's safe, all these gate entrance locations are counting people. So we're feeding that into the system so we know where people are coming from and then because we know your tickets, we know the section of the area you're going to. We then track everything from cell phone signal coverage, meaning how many cell phones are hitting a wireless hub. We track ticket holders. We track gate entrance. All these layers can then be added together, synchronized with things like the security cameras so that we can then generate what we call a heat map so we know where the density of people are going. And then what happens is, the operational staff of the stadium or the venue can use that to adjust their security and staffing to make sure that if, if most of the people are coming through the east gate and they're going up the east stairwell, they're going to make sure they're staffed in the stores in that area. They're going to make sure the concession stands are staffed accordingly because they know where the crowds are moving. And then throughout the game, the same thing. As, as you're generating these heat maps and you're seeing the crowd movement, they can shift their staff, shift their security personnel to make sure that they're ready for where the people actually are. So it's really just leveraging all the available technologies to, again, make our lives easier. Because I, I don't want to wait in line when I need to go get you know, my snacks. I don't want to wait in line when I need to go buy my new hat. I want to know that their staff is ready for me. And that's what we're trying to provide. Yeah, and what I appreciate about that is just the the ability for stadium staff to then act with a little more agility to respond to different situations that arise. I think that that, um, and we're kind of showing that through these scenarios, but the ability to act with agility, I think, is is important and uh, maybe not be as, as static as possibly stadium staff has been in the past. Yeah. And, 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 you know, it's interesting because we, we always talk about, you know, things that people don't want to talk about. Like, what if you're going up the stairwell and the guy in front of you drops his nachos and cheese all over the stairwell? Well, that becomes a safety hazard for everybody in the stairwell. Well, because we have cameras on it and we can then look at those situations, it gives us the ability to notify staff, to get there to clean it up, to close the stairwell, to redirect people Again, it's simply using all the available technologies to then provide us a faster, better experience. 
So uh, let, let, let's continue on with, with some more scenarios here because uh, some of these I, I think are really interesting. So let's say uh, while grabbing a beverage in the bottom of the third inning, my wife sets her purse down on the ground briefly and when she reaches to pick it up, it's gone. So we go to customer service for help. How can Live Earth play a part in this, in resolving this scenario for me where this could really be a major headache? Gosh, first of all, I'd say really sorry for you and your wife. <laughs> <laughs> And, and sadly, that happens way too often. And it's not just purses, but children get lost. There's all sorts of issues like that. Because of the way our platform works, built into the platform is ineffective DVR function. So we can go back in time to any point in time in any location within the stadium, synchronize all the cameras, all the door access points, and actually look at the moment you were in the store, rewind to that date and time, look at the cameras, and then look at all the other cameras in the region. So we basically like create a geofence region around that store and all the cameras. We synchronize all the cameras at once and play them all back together. So then we can see whoever walks out with the purse, where they went, where they traveled to, and hopefully recover it before they exit the stadium. But if they exited the stadium, We'll also see which direction they went, what car they got into, what train they got onto, so we can provide the data to the police if they can't resolve it before they leave the stadium. So really, it's because we have the ability within our platform to record and capture all those images and all the data that's available. We go back in time, and then really, we can solve it because we have what we call incident forensics, the ability to look back at everything going on, track it and resolve the issue more effectively. Hopefully, getting your wife's purse back because we don't want you to go home with that. <laughs> well, you know this isn't a realistic scenario because if, if this was real life, it would have been me losing my wallet. Definitely not my wife losing her purse. So, you I know, believe yeah, that. Yeah, that's... And then she'd be hitting you on the head with the purse. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. The purse isn't lost. The purse is being used as a weapon to beat me at that point. But Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, let's, let's move on. So we're later on in the game now. Let's say we hit the seventh inning stretch and that first hot dog that I had at the beginning of the game is starting to wear off a little bit and I'm thinking I might need another hot dog or I might need some nachos, something to carry me through all the way through the ninth inning. And so, uh, you know, I, I walk out into the concession area and it seems like lots of other people have had the same idea, but amazingly, it seems as though concession stands were ready for this rush. How does that happen? How do they, uh, how do they make sure that they're mobilized and ready to take care of fans who are all hungry at the same time? You know, isn't it interesting how all the pieces kind of play together? It is. Because the, the operational staff is looking at the game, how close the game is, how exciting the game is, people movements. <clears throat> so the cameras that are really there for security can also be look, used to look at the flow of people. So when the camera's on your section and we're really using it to make sure no fights break out and we respond more effectively and we're keeping you in a safe environment, it's also used to look at how many people are moving in and out. So as the cameras pick up that movement, it's telling us that you know a certain percentage of people are moving towards the congestion stand. And again, it allows the operational staff to then adjust to either add more staff into that area, to close other stands and move people over, or to even prep and have more food available because they see the rush coming. So it's all by using that technology. And, and it goes as far as in some venues um, where they have the ability to text. 
and they're looking at texting. People are texting about, you know, buying food and tracking food. And all that information is available to help the venue provide you more service and, and a better experience. So it's, it's kind of cool how it all comes together. Um, I'd be right there with you because I need food. <laughs> exactly. It's a, it all comes full circle and kind of all in this all encompassing, all the information is always available. And so it, it's, it's really incredible to watch how it all comes together in this way. Now let, let, let's wrap it up and, and hit the end of the game. So happy fans spill out of City Field after a walk-off home run wins the game for the Mets. So some fans get into cars to begin their drive home. Others make their way for the train how is Live Earth really helping security keep me safe while also getting me home at a decent hour? Yeah, and, and that kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier. One of the features that we have as part of our platform is we're tracking all the traffic in the area. We're tracking the trains, the buses, but we also have the ability to do predictive traffic. So we run um, artificial intelligence and machine learning algorithms with some of our partners so I can look at before the game's even over, tell you what the projected traffic's going to be for all the different access and ex exit points. What that allows the stadium staff to do is then direct you out of the proper gate if you've driven to put you into the you know most optimal traffic flow condition to get away. Because you know it comes down to both revenue for the stadium. They want you to drive. They'd like you to park because that's a revenue generating activity. But it's also fan experience. If I can help you go out the gate where there's the least amount of backup and traffic, you're going to feel good about the game. You're going to be a feel good that you didn't wait too long. So the staff can adjust based on that. So and it's, it goes down to, you know, that predictive traffic flow. But there's also cameras in the parking lots that have the ability to count cars. So we know where people are moving. And then the parking staff can direct you to help you have a better overall experience. And then it's the same thing, even if you're taking the train. If, if the train's a little delayed and there's a lot of backup, the staff knows that they can offer you either discount coupons to come back to the next day, and they're gonna do something to help make your experience better. So it really is all about knowing where people are going, leveraging the technology in this common operational view to then deploy your staff to make one, your job easier, make your life safer, and to help you then get home more you know, effectively, faster, so that your overall experience is better. So I've always been a baseball fan, so I go to baseball games for the baseball a lot of the time. But I also, as I've gotten older, started to recognize that a lot of people don't go to baseball games necessarily just to watch the game, but they go for that experience like you're mentioning. So for teams of any sport, really, it's important for them to be able to create those experiences, that game-going experience that is positive, that you know leaves people with an impression of, hey, look, that was easy, that you know didn't take up uh, an, an excess amount of time trying to get out of the parking lot or, or things like that, and to overall leave feeling positive about that experience because then they're more likely to come back. Exactly. And, and you know, it's, it's one about helping you come, arrive, feel good about it, feel like you were cared for. Um, that everything you hoped were there actually was happening and available to you, and then enjoy the game, enjoy the experience and the social atmosphere. Know that you're safe because the security staff is watching for drones and they're watching for traffic. They're paying attention to the weather patterns and if there's lightning in the area. And they're through their messaging board, 
letting you know what's going on in and around you so that you have that really great game experience and then helping you enjoy it as you're going back home. So it, it really is exactly as you said, it's that overall holistic view of the experience. How do I make sure you arrive comfortably, you get into the stadium, the facility's clean, all the safety and security procedures are in place so you don't have to worry about anything. We're monitoring the weather, we're notifying you of any issues. Um, almost all the stadiums have a uh, see something, say something protocol where if you see something you don't like, you can text it. Those texts are integrated into the camera system so they can immediately respond and make sure that there's a safe environment. It, it is all about using the technology and that overall holistic common operational view to provide the fan a better experience, which in turn helps the team you know, generate more, more cash flow, increased revenue because more fans want to come to the games. So it really helps everybody. It helps the team, it helps the fan, it helps the city and the environment. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? I didn't even mention weather as one of my scenarios, but that's that's another feed that, that obviously comes into the Live Earth uh, system and that you can see on, the, on that dashboard screen. Are there any other feeds that we haven't mentioned yet from these scenarios? Um, I, I'm sure I, I know that there are a lot more. So what, what are some of the ones that we haven't hit on yet that people will have access to that they'll be able to have that information right there at their fingertips? Yeah, you know, the stadium staffs typically track um, all the weather patterns, wind, because, you know, if you're an open field like City Field, you care about wind. Mm -hmm. uh, we're tracking lightning and we create geofences around the facility. So if lightning gets too close, they know whether they have to call the game and shelter in place or how they respond. Because it is about fan safety and player safety. Um, they, we have the ability to integrate social media feeds. So they're tracking social media. And that's not so much because we want to invade people's privacy but we're tracking to make sure there's no geopolitical event or threat happening in the area. So all these things are coming together. We're, we're tracking drones around the stadium to make sure nobody flies a drone to either cause havoc or drop leaflets that are not appropriate. So we're looking at traffic, we're looking at weather, we're tracking drones, we're tracking social media feeds, we're looking at the gate entry points and the security systems at the gates, the ticket holders, Everything, even including the the sales at all the different uh, concession stands, all that data can be combined together to overall create a safer environment and a better fan experience. And, and beyond that, it's really unlimited. I mean, we've integrated uh, a number of different things from tracking the security staff inside the facility because we can track their radios, um, adding in the fire department. So if there's a fire at the facility, the fire department can see everything going on in the stadium and know how to respond more effectively. We can integrate in with the local police department. So same thing, they can respond, they can see what's going on in the facility and we can coordinate all these things together. So it really can be expanded to everything around the facility and everything included in the facility all in concert with each other. Yeah, it really brings kind of that that holistic, all-in-one, everything you need for a command center into that one screen. And I think that that's a pretty incredible achievement. And for the fan, it, it's all invisible to them. All they know is that they're having a really enjoyable experience and that they aren't waiting in long lines despite the fact that the stadium is packed and uh, they're safe and there aren't, uh, you know, like you mentioned, there's not nachos spilled on a stairwell somewhere that nobody knows about. So like all of these things just combine and add up to create that positive experience 
experience, but they're fairly invisible to fans. All they know is that they leave at the end of the night having had a good time. Exactly. And and, and it expands even beyond that. I mean, we're, we're partnered with um, VMware, who's a, a really large uh, data networking security company. And they have a product that we've integrated in called Pulse that allows us to also work with the uh, IT groups at stadiums to make sure that the infrastructure, the wireless infrastructure, the internet is secure and nobody can hack it because we don't want the you know message board to be taken over by somebody and send some bad message. Sure. We don't want anybody taking over the cameras. So it really is that overall view where we bring partners together to make sure that we create a secure environment for the fan for safety and security, but a secure environment also for the stadium and the owners of the team. This is absolutely incredible, and I've loved getting to learn a little bit more and just kind of see the almost the behind the scenes of how you can create a positive stadium-going experience for fans, um, an invisible one for them, but very, very active behind the scenes, all just in one platform. So, Craig, thank you so much for joining me today to, uh, to explain a little bit more about this, and I hope we can talk again a little bit more about it in the future. I look forward to it. Great pleasure. I really appreciate uh, spending time with you today. Thank you once again to my guest today, Craig Johnston, for joining me. And of course, you can learn more about Live Earth by heading over to liveearth.com. And if you're interested in more content like this, head over to Market Scale Sports and Entertainment Industry page. There you'll find podcast interviews with influencers and decision makers from the world of sports, as well as written content and videos as well. We'll be back soon with another episode of the show. But until then, I've been your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks for joining me. 